This is the Best of the Adam Gold Show podcast, brought to you by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. I don't know how it happened, but the Philadelphia Phillies only scored one run, they only got three hits, and they played nine innings. I thought that was impossible. But it happened last night, and the Arizona Diamondbacks are on the board in the National League Championship Series. Actually, it happened in the afternoon, sort of. Game ended in the evening. Ryan Fagan, Sporting News, baseball reporter, baseball writer, baseball extraordinaire guy, opening up a pack of baseball cards as we speak, I'm sure. All right. Um, Brandon Fott looked like yeah. somebody who should start every game for Arizona. Yeah, you know, I mean, all the talk of coming into this series was, was that the Diamondbacks had two pitchers, Zach Gallon and Merrill Kelly, and then that was it. You know, and to be honest with you, the track record says that was wrong to think that way. Right. When you look at the, the numbers the other Diamondback starters have put up this season, they weren't great. But, you know, you know, Brandon Fott's a guy that what, they have high hopes for. You know, they this regular season was a bit of a disappointment. He didn't pitch the way that they thought he mm-hmm. could because they knew he had stuff, right? He had the type of stuff to go in there and beat a lineup like Philly. He didn't do that much this year, but it's not because it wasn't there, you know, and this is kind of, you know, his his arrival on the big stage. You know, his first start in the postseason wasn't good. The second one was very good. And, you know, then all of a sudden he kind of took advantage of, you know, I mean, saying he took advantage of a Philly lineup. Look, Philly was very, very aggressive mm. in that game. You know, you look at the number of first pitch swings, second pitch swings, but he he did a good job of staying out of the middle of the zone, which is something that you know, in Game One, you know, Zach Gallen and Game Two, Merrill Kelly, they pitched pretty well, but they left a couple over the middle of, of the plate, and you can't do that against the Phillies. You know, and there's enough movement on on Fott's, uh fastball that you know he did a good job of of avoiding those first pitch home runs and, and and working his way through the lineup a couple times. It was impressive. Yeah, and then uh, in spite of having nobody on and two outs in the sixth inning, they went and got him. Like, yeah. uh, I, I, I guess two times through the lineup, they're, uh, they're done no matter what he's doing, huh? Yeah, you know, I mean, I think in the Diamondbacks, mind that was best case scenario that he got through two innings you know and it, it could have been a different story if if it was four nothing you know or, or three to one or something like that but in a game that was that tight and you right. have a guy like Schwarberg you know I know that he hadn't done much in the first couple of bats but I mean look there's a reason that uh you know Kyle Schwarber has become the player he has mm-hmm. not because he's hitting 350 with 20 home runs he hit under 200 this year, but he hit 40, what was it, 47, 48 home <laughs> runs. I mean, one swing of the the bat, he can do damage in a game that that's tight. They just didn't want to take a chance of guys seeing him for the third time. And I, I get it, right? I do. You know, and Arizona's bullpen has been pretty good, all, really mm-hmm. good this postseason, you know, aside from uh, a little bit of the Philly series, but they were rested. They, they were coming off the day off. They kind of had a plan of attack how they wanted to do it. And from Arizona's perspective, it could not have gone any better from the pitching standpoint um, than the way that it did with with Fox getting into the six like he did. I mean, no offense, I was rooting after the uh, walk to to Schwarber uh, with uh, with two outs and nobody on after the walk to him. I was rooting for Trey Turner to hit a home run uh, (laughs) just because that would have been a karma home run. Uh, look, yeah. I understand the analytics of the game. I think we can be married to them. 
uh, way too much. You say Arizona's got a good bullpen. They're going to need it today, apparently. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a bullpen day for both teams. Um, yeah. Chris, uh, well, Christopher Sanchez going for Philly. He hadn't pitched in the postseason yet. Uh, and Mantiply, who's actually sort of a local kid here. He's from Danville, Virginia, which is not that okay. far from where we are. Uh, but I, I assume it's going to be a bullpen day. But let me ask you real, real quick about this series, because I know what the final score, and I know how Philly's bats were held in check. This still feels like an inevitability to me, because yeah. that's that what happened yesterday really feels like an outlier. Adam Golden, studio with my man, Coach Pete Deruta, Capital Financial Advisory Group. I was on your website, and I love the term financial termites because there are always things eating at your money that you can't see. So you don't want financial termites. Termites in the financial world are risk, fees, unnecessary commissions. All the bad things that we see and we hear about on TV are happening many times inside your portfolio you don't see. So you need a financial exterminator? Well, for the next 10 of you to call, we'll put together for you your very own total retirement plan at no cost. Call 888 0013 or text Adam to 600-700. Adam Gold is a paid spokesman. Investment advisory services offered by Capital Financial Advisory Group, a North Carolina registered investment advisor. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, the, Phil- the Phillies just look fantastic. You know, what they did um, in the first two series of the year, or the postseason, and then in the first two games of uh, the NLCS, they're, they're so good. You know I mean? It, and I think we're going to look back at this series and the takeaway from the Diamondback side is going to be Brandon Fott's going to be a superstar next yeah. year for doing what he did because I mean this yeah this is a lineup you know I'm working on a little something and it's going to publish at some point kind of looking at all the home runs the Phillies have hit right They've hit 19 <laughs> of them this year it's going to be a long piece already <laughs> it, it is you know I've, I've had to kind of hold myself on each of the home runs just talking about them because you could go on and it could be a 4,000 word piece. And my editor might shoot me. Um, so, I hope that doesn't you know, happen. There's so many of these home runs and I was looking at it and they've done such a good job of, of attacking early. I think six of the home runs they've hit have been on a first pitch and then another four or five have been on the second pitch and the bat. Right. They're being very aggressive. They're targeting what they want. They're going after it. And for Fox to pitch the way that he did, you know, it, it it still feels like yeah, the Phillies are gonna are, are gonna take this series, and they might take it and wrap it up before it even has a chance to get back to Philadelphia. Yep. Um, but it's yeah, the, to, for the Diamondbacks to get the game the way they did yesterday, and for Marte to have that walk off hit the way they did, I mean, you couldn't ask for anything more going into game to game four. Nineteen home runs for the Phillies through nine games, and through eight games, uh, and three each in the first two games of this series. Real quick, um, it did feel like if Houston could get off, they might be in really good shape. And it looks like their bats are going. Altuve, Abreu, uh, Jordan Alvarez has just been... I remember when he could He was like Kyle Schwarber, where he hit a bunch of home runs, but he was hitting like 190. Uh, this guy has become uh, just such a much better overall player. Um and tonight's pitching matchup looks, or today's pitching matchup looks delicious with Verlander yeah. and Montgomery going against each other. Uh, I mean, I don't want to say it's a must-win for the Texas Rangers, but it's a must-win for them. It, it, it kind of is, you know. I mean, I know they they still have the lineup, but you know, going into the series, you know, I think this is the difference between you know a, a three-game series, a five-game series, and a seven-game series. Yes, seven-game series tests you right and that's why you know I, I get the expanded playoffs and you don't want to make the postseason take forever but i mean a seven game series is 
that's baseball, right? I mean, that's baseball. That's how you're tested. That's how your depth is tested. That's how you can't get through with five pitchers, right? You know, you need a, a whole roster of guys that can miss bats. And I think that's where the Astros have the advantage over the Rangers. You know, we saw that kind of in, you know, in, in the most recent game. And we'll see. We'll see. You know, I mean, the Astros have gone back and tied this up. They, they have all the momentum now. They they wrestled back their home field advantage that they gave up in those first couple of games. We'll see. You know, I mean, all it takes is a couple of, of swings from that that Texas lineup, Garcia or you know Seager or Semyon getting the hold of a couple, and that can change everything around. But you know, if you're if you're an Astros fan, you feel uh, a million times better right now than you did a couple of days ago. I think the Rangers are going to beat him today, though. That doesn't mean Houston won't win the series, but I think the Rangers are going to get him. Jordan Montgomery's been dynamite. I know Ver- Verlander is Verlander. I still uh, not. I don't have tons of confidence in uh, in Justin, but. We'll see what happens. Ryan Fagan of the Sporting News at Ryan Fagan, opening up packs of baseball cards uh, every hour on the hour. Uh, appreciate your time, sir. Uh, enjoy today. Nice to have two games. Hey, real quick, because um, you kind of alluded to it. Should the second or should the division round be best of seven and not best of five? I mean, in an ideal world, every postseason series would be best of seven. Um, but I get that they they don't want to shorten the season right? Because that's taking away home revenue. They don't want to make the right. season a grind like the NBA or NHL. But I mean, if you wanted to be true to baseball and what it is and what it should take to get through the playoff series, because right now it's different, right? I mean, there's the regular season that's this long grind and you have to right. you have to build your team a certain way and then you get to the postseason and if you have two good starting pitchers, yes, then you can probably get through two rounds and you know, so if you want to be true to baseball, yeah, everything should be seven games. But, yeah. you know, the logistics and the other part of that, it, w- it would take a lot to make that happen. Yeah, the division series should be best of seven anyway. I mean, it's only two more days. Yeah. Two more days. Let's yeah. do that. You and I will make it happen. Ryan Fagan, I appreciate your time, man. Thanks, Adam.